Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not all. Make a $50 or more first-time deposit and you're going to receive a free CHGO membership. That unlocks all of our great web content and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyce and Mario Tirabasi. Happy Friday. Hope everything's going well for you on this beautiful day ahead of a beautiful weekend in Chicago. And we've got, believe it or not, a lot to get to. We've got, uh, seems all quiet on the Blackhawks coaching front. Uh, We had an offline conversation we're going to bring online. But let's start with that coaching conversation, Mario. I know you saw this, this story first. Uh, at the Athletic, uh, Pierre Lebrun reporting on free agent coaches and where they might land. But you saw something interesting, or you didn't see anything interesting, is maybe a better way to put it, <laughs> yeah. in that story. Yeah, so uh, Pierre Lebrun um, recently, I think this came out uh, on, let's see, Wednesday. Uh, he did a little bit of a, of a kind of an overarching, uh, where could the top free agent coaches land, Um and he, and he mentions all of the big ones, uh, Pete DeBoer, Barry Trotz, um, Claude Julian's in here as well, Travis Green, Jeff Blaschel, like basically any coach that has been fired or is available or is out there, um, he mentions, uh, including Joel Quenville and Mike Babcock, um, because any coaching discussion really is going to include those guys, whether that's for the better or, or worse. Um, but what I found very interesting was that <clears> – <throat> Throughout this entire piece, not once is Chicago mentioned at all. Like, no no mention of the Blackhawks being tied to any of these coaches. Even, you know, rumors uh, from, from a guy who's connected like LeBron. Um, no mention of any of those coaches having any connections to the Blackhawks. And really, for LeBron, didn't even mention the Blackhawks um, kind of as a, as a team uh, looking to be, you know, in in the market for a new coach, which they clearly are. Um, you know, he mentions a lot of the uh, <clears throat> a lot of the teams that will be looking for coaches, and uh, Chicago's not one of them. So it to to me, it was very interesting to to see that because it's it, and it's not the first time. I mean, there have been a couple other um, you know major major insider, major analyst publications about 
the coaching carousel in the NHL this offseason, and almost no information has been given out uh, about the Blackhawks, whether they're connected to coaches or or if they've reached out or anything like that. So it's it's very interesting to to see that with all these names available and, and some of these top names available, Chicago's not in the conversation, as of yet at least. So I thought that that was really interesting because um, – you know, Greg, you mentioned it before we, we started recording. It's starting to feel maybe a little bit similar to their approach with the GM process where, you know, they already had somebody in mind. Um, so maybe that's their starting point. Maybe Derek King is their starting point with their uh, with their process. Yeah, it could be. Um, you know, we went through that with Kyle Davidson. He was the interim guy. He interviewed, a bunch of guys interviewed, and then they gave it to Kyle Davidson, and then they hired one of the guys they interviewed to be part of his staff. So is that possibly the same thing that's going on here? That we're like, hey, we kind of like Derek. Let's bring in some of these other young and up-and-coming guys, maybe pick their brains, get some ideas. Maybe we can find someone to add to his staff. Or, you know, again, though, those list, those names on the, the list – I don't really want any of those guys here in Chicago anyway. Those are guys that are, are going to kind of go to teams that have a chance of winning. None of those guys scream perfect coach for a rebuilding team. I mean, you've got Blashill that was in Detroit. Detroit. Does that – did what he was able to do there, does that make you excited? Because, hey, Detroit's about ready to win, and he's gone. That should tell you all you need to know right there. So, yeah, it's a little – weird that we don't hear anything about the blackhawks in in as you mentioned from one of the most well-connected hockey journalists on the planet but i don't necessarily want to hear them connected to any of those names none of those guys make me feel like hey great this rebuilds off to an amazing start we've got mike babcock coming you know (laughs) it's uh no yeah so and again it also seems to me that so far into this kyle davidson regime there is not much coming out of that front office they, they are not they are holding their cards very close to the vest and i think that's excellent yeah that that, that so the, a couple factors there first i do want to remind people that i was told by multiple sources that the hawks did reach out to barry trotz and they did want to talk to him whether or not that meeting has happened or will happen i don't know he might have just said thanks not interested i don't know don't know the conclusion i just know the initial motion was made um the other thing like greg said we don't know how Kyle Davidson manages uh, the the flow of information, right? Do scouts know who they're going to talk to? Do um, for, you know PR for an office people like the kind of the kind of ways these stories get out to people like Pierre LeBron is not typically from the GM themselves. Sometimes they have those sort of relationships, right? So um, and look. Pierre probably needs to establish a relationship with Kyle Davidson and his crew. This is a very new and young staff with Davidson being a first-time GM, obviously. Uh, Jeff Greenberg moving over from the Cubs. And uh, Norm McIver, these guys that are so well-sourced need new sources in the Blackhawks because they've got new people on the job. That's another part of it. And a lot of what Pierre is probably doing is connecting some dots between coaches and GMs and and you know, uh, like intersections of jobs that have happened in the past. So saying like this guy worked for this guy in this city. So now maybe there's some interest in reuniting in another city, something like that. There's none of that history with Kyle Davidson and company either. McIver of course has worked for a couple organizations and has some connections, but that's really the only one in that group that has any sort of ties to anyone else. 
So I think there's a lot of play here. But I, I also do think, Greg, your point is, I think, very valid. Like, none of these guys on this list are very likely interested in going and starting a rebuild. So I don't know if it necessarily means that Derek King is their guy. But I think of the marquee free agents here, um, none of the ones on this list, I think, would even be remotely interested in what the Hawks are selling at this point in time. And and too, maybe they're not even going the route of let's just get a retread head coach. Like they could just they could their list could ultimately end up being, you know, Derek King and other project coaches, other long term assistants, or you know, someone someone from the AHL or from outside the NHL or from college. Like like it's still wide open. So I think <clears throat> for me, knowing that you know we're they're saying that they want to have a coach in place, you know, at some point in July, hopefully before the draft. That's just my personal hope. I hope they have a coach before the draft. That would be good. Um, you know, we're a month away from that point. So yeah. it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how things develop here. Um, for me, from this list, one guy that I, I do have some interest in is David Quinn, um, former coach with the Rangers. Uh, he's with uh, Team U- He was with Team USA for the World Championships. Um, I would be interested. That would that would feel a little bit better to me as, as, as a coach here. But, yeah, the rest of the list, nothing really stands out um, from from what Pierre uh, LeBron mentioned. But, yeah, I, I, I think it's I'm, – I'm willing to give Davidson a lot, of, a lot of rope to start off here because he's coming in with so many things on his checklist, and some of them won't be uh, met this summer. It'll be met in the in – the, um, during the season or next off season, things like that. But obviously this is one of the biggest dominoes that'll have to fall this summer and it, it might fall in the next month. So it'll be, it'll be fun to see how it plays out for sure. Yeah. I think, you know, is, is the playoffs wrap up here? Um, you know, we're into the conference finals. We're going to hit the cup final here in a little bit. Uh, and the more teams that are eliminated, the more interview candidates become available. And um, I, I really do hope though, like within the next 10 days or so, we should start getting at least some names of people they've talked to because while they keep things close to the vest, they've also been very transparent, right? Mm -hmm. They were sending news stories about the people they were interviewing, you know, like here, by the way, we're talking to this guy, by the way, we're talking to this guy for the GM job. Mm -hmm. They were not keeping any of that secret. So uh, it's interesting. And I I don't want to, you know, freak out and think like, Oh my God, they're not, they're not doing your due diligence. I think with this specific story, with the names on it, I, I would not predict that any of them. Quinn is an interesting name, but as yeah. far as the others, I don't think any of them would. I don't even know if Davidson would bother to reach out, right? Yeah. Because Quinn would be Quinn would be the only guy on that list that I'd be. Oh, okay, that that could work. I mean, he was with the Rangers while they were doing their rebuilding and got some success out of them, and I think he got a raw deal there. You know, had Tom Wilson not tried to kill. Artemi Panarin and you know that he probably is still there um but you know the owner freaked out and had to make drastic changes and then put Gallant in there so you know Gallant's great until he's not you know there he's got his reasons you know he's he's there for two three years and does great things and then all of a sudden you can't wait to get rid of him so we'll see how that pans out um, but yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm so tired of going on Twitter and seeing people say, Oh, the Blackhawks need Rick Tockett. No, they no, don't. No, no. Um, has he ever won anything behind a bench? No, no, he hasn't. Um, he's, he's, 
he's not what this team needs. And then the next person that is a Blackhawk fan that says that they need to bring back Joel Quinville is getting launched directly into the center of the sun. <laughs> Knock it off. Like, just, again, that is the exact opposite – that is the exact opposite of what this franchise needs right now. Um, There's even if no took way. Away, even There's if no way took they away, get Quinville. No way. Yeah, no, and, and they shouldn't. Even if 2010 never happened, even if the reason he's not in Florida never happened, there's no reason to go back there. It, 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 it expired here. He's not a coach for a rebuilding team. But then factor in why he's not coaching anymore, and there's no effing way you even make that phone call. Right. Uh, speaking right. of Tockett, um, career points percentage as a head coach, 0.475. Uh, Jeremy Colleton, 0.488. Hey, there you go. So there you go. Ooh. For all you who want I mean, Rick yeah, Tockett because you played with him in NHL 94, it doesn't make him a good coaching candidate for the Blackhawks. It's because he's on no. TV. People see him on TV. And he's, hey, he's a no, former and head coach. Old, what he's, about Rick He's Tockett? old school. And he's, he's grindy. Right, right, right. And, he, and, and he, likes, he likes the fire and the passion, and the Hawks will be hitting people pissed off. Wow. He's got a worse coaching point percentage than Jeremy freaking Colleton. Yeah. So you got to work hard. And yeah, he was on, he coached bad teams. He coached <laughs> he did. Ta- a bad Tampa team in Arizona. And they suck, but guess who else sucks? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to break guess it who else has been bad teams? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rick yeah. Tuckett has so. no record of success with, with uh, young and inexperienced teams. So no. let's move on from that one. Yeah. The Quenville thing is interesting. And. Not for the Hawks. Absolutely not. That is a step backwards in terms of what they're trying to put forward. And no. Uh, but I think, Mario, you said it before the show started. You'd be surprised if he's not behind a bench oh, next season. Somebody's bringing him back. Someone's I, bringing him back. No oh, doubt in my mind. If the, if that is a points bet play of the week, will Joel Quenville <laughs> coach next yeah. year? I am putting a lot of money on yes. Yeah. Because it's the NHL. Oh, this yes, is... we met and we had several f- stern discussions about how you can't cover up a sexual assault again, and we think he learned his lesson, and here's Joel Quenville. Yeah. He, he'll, New head coach he'll, of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Joel Quenville. He'll need wow. to have clearance from Gary Bettman, and if you don't think Gary Bettman is going to clear Joel Quenville to come back and coach, I, I don't know what to of tell you. he is. Because, yeah. look, like this, we've, we've talked about the many different things about hockey culture that are – not well not working and things that are improving um but this is this is one of those things where it's just like you can you can bet very good money on hockey culture saying yes joel quenville come on back open arms and whatever team hires him the fan base is going to say hey we got q we love it all the great yeah there will i don't be, uh, want, I, I don't agree with it i don't want him back in chicago there's no way he can come back to chicago uh for for all that you know for all the good that he did um his 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 alleged role in what happened to Kyle Beach in 2010, that's 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 unacceptable at at, at this stage in the game and and no, there's no way he comes back to Chicago. Oh. I would I would guarantee he'll be a, he'll be a, a coach next season. I'll guarantee. Yeah. It. All you got all you gotta do is just look at the coverage of this playoffs to realize that if you're good at and not necessarily good, but you're gonna get multiple multiple chances. Evander Kane. And the praise he's getting on these national, it's a redemption story, which it's not. Tony D'Angelo, you know, mm-hmm. how how glowing of, of coverage did he get while he was, you know, in the playoffs? 
and then and then you then you get to the to the intermission shows the pro, post game shows and there's Paul Bizonet sitting on TNT now yes I, I understand people enjoy him but considering who his main employer is it's like eh we don't really care about the stuff we say as long as you're good at your job we'll give you multiple chances to keep coming back so there's no doubt in my mind that Joel Quinville is going to be a coach at some point well, the, NH- said, uh, the, the NHL is also sponsored by New Amsterdam Vodka which is also connected right to exactly yep yes employer um so. mm-hmm. he said piss missile on the air yesterday and i was surprised that didn't uh i guess you could say that on, <laughs> on tnt turner yeah you can say that on cable yeah i know you can't say on radio you can't describe the act of going to the bathroom you can say <laughs> you can say there really? is you can say there is poop but you can't say i pooped interesting interesting yeah. right yeah. it's really uh really dumb <laughs> but that, I think this needs to be the, this needs the, to be a weekly those, segment. <laughs> dumb radio yeah. rules with Jay Zawaski. Yeah, go, go through the FCC rules. <laughs> yeah, and, you can't describe the yeah. act of going, but you can talk about the result of it. Like there is pee, but you can't say I went pee. Right. You can you you can you can say what is in the toilet, but you cannot say how it got there. How it got exactly. there. Yeah. You should put yes, the NHL exactly. rule book and the FCC rule book next to, next to each other and find out which one's more ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'm sure uh, points bets can be really proud of this segment, but the best way to support CHGO <laughs> and all of our great things you can't say on radio segments is to download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Do that right now, and you're going to get two risk free bets up to two grand. If you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit, you're also going to get a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content access to our discord all that great stuff and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the chgo locker so recapping two g's and free bets a free chgo membership and a free t-shirt from the chgo locker all for making a 50 dollar or more first time deposit at points bet it's your home for live in play betting and now they have their new feature live nba same game parlay just in time for the nba finals For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live NBA same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more, you can also boost your live same-game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And remember, online signup is available now in Illinois. Get your phone out, download that PointsBet app, use that code CHGO when you sign up, and you're good to go start to finish. Takes three minutes to get it done. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. And another great way you can help us out here at CHGO is checking out our good friends over at Strava Craft Coffee. Because Strava CBD Coffee, it is a game changer and it's helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life, including a lot of the people that you hear every day right here on CHGO Sports. Strava delivers delicious, fresh, roasted specialty coffee infused with organic broad-spectrum CBD. The CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer you some real benefits that can help you, like feeling alert and focused without the jitters. You'll be able to live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your absolute best. Speaking of the best, the best part is Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage effect of benefits. 
CHGO listeners can also save 25% off their entire purchase by just using the promo code CHGO25 at checkout. That's a 25% off your entire order each and every time at StravaCraftCoffee.com. That's S-T-R-A-B-A by using that promo code CHGO25 at checkout. And if you're already a big fan of Strava, you can subscribe and save by joining the Strava Coffee Club that's where you can purchase all your favorite coffees, whether you love a specific flavor or a specific uh, concentration of CBD. You can buy them all ahead of time and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule, all while saving money. Sounds too good to be true, but it is. I'm excited. I, I got a new order coming soon. Nice. I'm all out. <laughs> and, uh, Is that why you've been so so ornery today? So I've been such a dick all day. <laughs> yes, I need my coffee. Um, no, I, I cannot wait for the I upgraded a little bit in the CBD, too, so we're going to see how that goes. I'm excited. Nice. Uh, we had a little off, offline conversation uh, on our uh, company Slack yesterday. Um, but Because we're like, hey, um, it's uh, Friday, June 3rd tomorrow. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we kind of found that Mario sort of introduced a, a topic of which former Hawk, not necessarily still in the playoffs, but a guy that is still in the league that's a former Hawk, who of those would you like to see win a Stanley Cup? Who would you like to see win a Cup most of those players? So I think we all have our lists, and Mario, as it's your topic, I'll, I'll give you the floor to sort of start us off and, and see what you think. Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I was just kind of you know just kind of inspired by you know a, a few players that are still uh, in, in in the playoffs, but yeah, it got me thinking a little bit you know outside of that as well. But um, you know, with 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 Duncan Keith with the Oilers, um, it would be so weird to see him lift a cup with a different team. Um, but I think uh, it's it's likely not going to happen uh, with with the way that series is already. Uh, uh, already starting to play out, but um, the other one that I'm that I'm looking at, and I know Tyler Mott's also uh, with with the Rangers too, uh, a, a great guy. Spent a, a short time with with the Blackhawks organization, but uh, you know a, a great great player on and off the ice. Um, but I'm focusing on Artemi Panarin. I you know I, I know I picked the Lightning to come out of the East, and I really do think the Avs have what it takes to win the Cup this year. But if the Rangers somehow get to the final. I think it's gonna be really hard for me to not pull for a player like Artemi Panarin to uh, to get us to get his name on the Stanley Cup because just because you know he's 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 really likable. Uh, I, I I think as as an on and off the ice player, um, he had a you know he had a great start to his NHL career with the Blackhawks. Obviously, still loved in the city. Um, I would just I I would love to see him him win a Stanley Cup. Either you know if if it's this year, great. Uh, if it's somewhere down the road in his career, I think that would be would be fantastic. Um, just because you know he's like like I said, he's he's very likable. He's he's skilled. He's a, he's a stu- superstar in the league, playing in one of the biggest markets, um, probably the, I think the biggest market if you go by um, you know ratings and things like that. But um, you know, playing in, in New York and yeah, I think he's he's definitely at the top of my list of former Hawks that I would like to see uh, win a cup. Just be- and and two because he hasn't won one yet. And, and I think, you know, there's there's other people that are on my list. I know 
this player's going to be on Jay's list, probably going to be on Greg's list too, but Tavo Teravainen. You don't uh, know me. <laughs> okay, you do a little bit. I think I know you. <laughs> just enough. Just enough to know that uh, he's on your list. Tavo Teravainen, um, again, just a lot a lot of the, the same mold of, of Panarin is just likable on and off the ice. It just seems like a, a very good person. Um, very skilled, you know, uh, uh, and and to Carolina, you know, just what he means to that team and and the kind of star he is on that team is is, is fantastic to see. And again, another player that had a short time in Chicago, but he did get a cup with uh, with the Blackhawks in in 2015. So uh, he's also on my list. But yeah, th- th- those two guys are are at the top of um, wanting for for me wanting to see a, a former Hawk uh, get back to uh, lifting the cup. If the Lightning win the cup, does Brent Seabrook get his name? <laughs> does he get another? I don't ring? think. I don't <laughs> think legally, uh, by, by, by the rules, he does. Unless he's unless he suits up in the final. Unless he suits up for one game in the final. Oh God, it's Brent Seabrook's music. This is bottom, bottom, bottom. Well, that would also mean Hagel wins the cup too. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. So he, so he's one of the guys on my list. And Jan, Jan Ruta, Jan Ruta, three in a row. Yes, yeah. Ruta, yeah. three in a row. Yeah. So couldn't, yeah. couldn't play in Chicago, but he can win three cups in Tampa. What's funny is I'm, funny how that works. I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, well, I don't want Panarin to win because then it's gonna just be extra painful because it's that guy that got away. And I'm going through this list. I'm like, wait a minute, that's literally them. everybody on this list. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I've got Tavo, Panarin, Deneau, Boquist, Hagel, Yokoharu, Schmaltz, Duclair, uh, Van Riemsdyk, and Forsling is my list. And I I do want to pick Tavo, but he's won one already. Yeah, He's already had the experience. So I, I do think if it's between Panarin and Deneau, I almost want to, like, the pain of Panarin is already realized, right? If I saw Danola lift a cup, it would just make me so much mm. angrier about the whole thing. Like, at least with Panarin, there was a reason. It was a cap reason. You had to get out of, you know, you, you knew wrap you your head around it. You could, yes, you could squint real hard and justify it. The Dano thing was one of the worst trades ever. One of the worst trades ever. It, the Hawks got like almost literally nothing of quality back for that trade, and he's become one of the most dynamic two way forwards in the league. So. I'm because it would be less painful to watch for me personally. I'm also <laughs> going to choose Artemi Panarin just because I like him too, man. Like, you know, even you know off the ice, he's willing to to talk crap about what's happening in Russia. You know, unlike yeah. his his superstar yeah. counterpart Alex Ovechkin, like he's just a likable guy. And I think I really realized how much I liked him. I forget who he fought. But he dropped the gloves, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And then he whooped the guy's ass, and in we Chicago? found out, yeah. And then we found out that he was like, "Is he a black belt, or he's trained in martial arts, or, yeah, or something?" He, like, he does like, like kickboxing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, "Okay, well, I did not have any idea that he had that sort of uh, that part of his game." I'm looking this up here on on the good old hockeyfights.com. Uh, I'm doing the same. It was uh, Scotty Upshaw. Scotty Upshaw. <laughs> Yes. There you go. Yeah. Who, hey. who I just saw on the NHL Network the other day. Apparently, he's got some podcasts, and it sounds awful. Sorry. Like, it's it, him and, it, and somebody uh, else. O'Brien? Isn't isn't Upshaw on uh, Missing Curfew? That's the one. I'm, yeah. That's yeah. the one. Like, they, I saw them on the NHL Network yesterday. They were talking to them, and I was just like, I, I was not impressed. I was like, I don't know if why I would take hockey takes from these guys, but they got a lot of stickers on their iPad, so they must be doing something right. <laughs> so well, Scotty, that's, that's the one that had Jimmy Hayes on it too. 
Oh yeah, right. I know. I know they yeah. had a big thing of Jimmy Hayes in the background, and, and yeah. I, I can appreciate that. But as far as like what they were talking about, and the one guy, I don't think it was Upshaw. I think it was the other guy. Who's the other guy on that show? Um, Scotty O'Brien. Upshaw. Yeah, I'll look it up. Shane uh, O'Brien, was, the old player. Yeah, there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and he was all he did was bitch about. I don't like all these goals being scored. They need to play defense. Go away. Eat crap, dude. Like, <laughs> seriously. Go go take another nap in the tanning bed. We'll let you know when the season's over. I, I hate that. We Too many goals. Then watch baseball. You know? Do something else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, Scotty Upshaw is one of those guys who is good for a long time, and his name will be lost to history because he just wasn't good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Didn't have, like, that, that defining played in the wrong. Played in the wrong era. If he played in the 80s, he would have been a legend. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the fight. Board. I'm watching the fight now. It's it's pretty good scrap. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Panarin holds his I own. I wouldn't mess with Artemi Panarin. I wouldn't mess with him. Not, no, no chance This would have been, him. this is what, it says November 9th, 2016. Is that his second season? Second. Second, yeah. yeah. Second season, yep. yeah. Start of his second year. Like, um, why is he dropping the, oh. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's one of those moments, yeah. Panarin also fought Charlie McAvoy in 2019. Let's see how that one went. When he was with you guys, keep Columbus. talking amongst yourselves. I'm, I'm going to go down a hockey we've fights lost, rabbit hole lost here. Mario to YouTube. That's fine. Um, no, as far as my pick for Blackhawk, ex Blackhawk, I do love Ant- Artemi Panarin, but I cannot root for a New York team. F New York. I can't do it. I won't do it. I, I refuse it. to do it. I've only done a New York team twice in my entire life. It was the 94 Rangers because I love Steve Larmer so much that I would root for a New York team. And it was, and I hate Tom Brady so much that I rooted for the Giants the two times they played him in the Super Bowl. So that's the only time I've rooted for New York. I was going to root for any team except the Green Bay Packers that played the pack, the Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So I can't do it. I can't root for the Rangers. I would be happy for, for Parnarin as a person, but I hope his team never does it. It, it. Maybe trade him someplace else and he can win a cup, and I will gladly open him back for to it. the Hawks. <laughs> um, Tavo, you know, I have a, a special place in, our, in my heart for Tavo. He's already won one. Today is actually the anniversary of his best game ever as a Blackhawk. Game one of the 2015 Stanley Cup final where he scored the game-tying goal and then set up Antoine Vermette's game-winning goal less than two minutes later in Tampa. Uh, Good times back when Blackhawks games were fun and actually being played in June. Um, And you could get that tidbit by checking out my This Week in Blackhawks uh, column on allchgo.com. Become a member, get a shirt, all that fun stuff. Uh, but I'm going to go, I know Jay, it, it, it hurts you to say that me, for me to say this, but I'm going to actually go with Philip Deneau because, you know, yeah, granted he wasn't a Blackhawk very long. We didn't get to really experience much of him. And yes, he was part of probably the worst trade of he who shall not be named tenure, just an awful garbage hockey trade oh. that just was terrible. And every way you look at it, even when it happened, it was like, what are we doing here? But, um, I love the way Philip Deneau plays. I don't think he's nearly as as highly rated as he should be. I love players like him that do all the little things that don't show up in score sheets but are so important in order to win hockey games, especially come playoff time. He got the big deal out of L.A., and then he had a, he had a career year, 27 goals. He's never been an offensive guy. He's been a defensive first guy. But then he showed that, hey, 
I can score goals too, so good for him. Got his team into the playoffs. Had a very good opening round against the Oilers. Took advantage of Mike Smith a few times. Um, so, you know, a lot of guys have, have, have cashed playoff game checks by taking advantage of Mike Smith over the years. So um, I want it to be to know just because I love his style of play. I love the defensive-minded centerman. Uh, you got to have at least one of those on your team if you want to win this time of year. He does the hard work that doesn't get put on SportsCenter or on TNT in the intermission. He doesn't score the glorious goals, but he's the guy that makes sure the other team doesn't score those glorious goals. And to me, that's more important. So I hope it's Phil Deneau one day because if he wins a cup, he literally will have earned it. Yeah. It, look, everything you said is, is true. And uh, it, it's – God, I just – that one is so freaking bad. I know. But here's here's the plus. At least if he wins a cup, it won't be for the team the Hawks traded him to. Fair enough. So that it's takes true. it it literally yeah. he's moved on and signed as a free agent elsewhere. So the so that trade won't help the team that got him win a cup. Mm-hmm. Almost did last year, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, very close. How, yeah. how about that? Just crazy the drop. I mean, I know Carey Price makes it a significant difference, but no yeah, Carey losing Price. Shea Weber and no Carey Shea Price Weber. in the same off that, that that will that will uh, that will sink your ship, so to speak. Yeah, I'm, no to no, no Carey Price, no Shea Weber. That's a that's yeah. three major losses there. And Coke and Coke Caulfield forgot to play hockey until Martin St. Louis showed up. Yeah, all major problems. Yeah, well, yeah. St. Louis now they're uh, they took the interim tag off, so he's I love there. it. Good for him. He's one of my all-time favorite hockey players. I loved Martin St. Louis because he was like yeah. the first like really major superstar that was a little guy. Like he opened the door for a lot of guys. I mean, we had other really good, you know, Theo Dennis Savard is not a – Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. let's not talk about him recently. Yikes. A great player, um, though. Great player, yes. In Calgary. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah um, that's... Not too bad for the Rangers. But yeah, yeah the, um, that that kind of that kind of time frame um, with with St. Louis in, in the late '90s and, and early 2000s that was like my like comeuppance for uh, you know getting into hockey. And yeah, St. Louis and uh, Paul Correa were two that I really liked because I was like, well, I'm small, they're small, maybe I could do <laughs> yeah. it. I, I couldn't, but uh, but they were guys <laughs> they were guys that I, I really enjoyed watching uh, when I was starting really getting into hockey. You got to get those yeah, they, tree trunk legs like uh, Martin. Working Sandler. on it, yeah. yeah. Working on ridiculous. It. It, they are. Uh, they're they're still twiggy, but uh, working on it. Yeah. Well, mine are big, but not in the right way. <laughs> not in a, not yeah. any beneficial way. I, I have gigantic thighs, but it's not from doing squats. It's from eating cheeseburgers my whole right. life. Right. Yeah, I don't think that's how Marty St. Louis got those. No. Got those legs. Two different workout <laughs> programs, same result. Yes, working out and not. Those are the two different programs. <laughs> All right. If you guys enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only will you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available now in Illinois. You can download that PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone on your couch, wherever you are right now, you can do it. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? 
once the game starts. Don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Fellas, the uh, conference finals are underway, uh, and we last night saw the Colorado Avalanche we were expecting to see, uh, and they just took it to the Oilers, a 4 nothing win. Uh, and, and with uh, with with Frankie in goal, he looked fantastic. Yeah. He was stopping everything. Yeah, Pavel Franco was fantastic in the game. He was named the number one star, but uh, a scoreless first, and then Colorado just—they're like, all right, let's go. Second period began, and uh, three fifty-eight in, Lekkinen scores. Four thirteen in, Manson scores. Uh, Six oh two in. To the second, Rantanen <laughs> scores, and then McKinnon uh, scores his 10th of the playoffs in the third period. Kale McCarr picking up his 13th assist of the playoffs, and I, I tweeted it out this morning. Uh, just a fantastic play of uh, one-on-one Kale McCarr defending uh, Connor, Mc, Connor McDavid. Just an awesome, stuck with him, poke-checked the puck away, and in the, in the uh, avalanche last night, really neutralized McDavid. They were yeah. doing a fantastic job taking him out of the game. And if you can do that, they don't have much of a chance. He had two right. shots on goal, uh, two more shot attempts uh, in 22-43 of ice time. He was a minus one. That is how you beat the Oilers. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not many teams that have a player that can go, you know, stride for stride with McDavid. But Colorado has one in, in Kale McCarr. And when you can match up a defenseman, that can match the speed of Connor McDavid. Like you get, you got a good shot at it. And, and Bacar is just, you know, th- that I, I, I saw that this morning, you know, that's just a, an example of, you know, all of his offensive flash and, and, and ability gets all the praise, but then you can't, you can't underrate the, the defensive side that he has to him. Like he's not just all gas. Like he's got, he's got, he's got the ability to put the brakes on some players. So when you can do that against Connor McDavid, you, you got a really good shot at it, and uh, yeah, the Avalanche. Uh, they, you know, this this game didn't didn't uh, help us in our pick of the week because it hit the under, but nope. um, but it was you know it was it was a masterclass in the Avalanche being able to, uh, you know, through two games be like, hey, we can run and outrun and gun you, and then if we need to, we can shut you down too. So it's just it was just a, a show of strength, I think, from Colorado, and I really don't. You know, I think this is going to be still going to be a good series at the end of the day, but I really don't see Edmonton being able to come back and 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 really make this one close. Um, but you know, who, who knows? They're they're heading now to Edmonton to game for games three and four, so we'll see what uh, what happens. But um, you know, France, so I think a lot of people forgot was just about as as good, maybe even better than Darcy Kemper. Um, it's just that Colorado is is was was riding Kemper this uh, this season and. You know, a, a healthy Franco is a very good goaltender. So when you can have the ability to go to your num- you know, go to your backup and, and still feel confident, that's that's a dangerous team. Real quick on Kale McCarr, looking at his line from last night, uh, an assist plus one, twenty five fifty four of ice time, two shots on goal, four more shot attempts, and four block shots. That's the second game in a row at least that Kale McCarr led the Avalanche in block shots. So. It's not all finesse with him. It's not all speed and, and flash and dazzle. Yeah, he's got more of that in his game than pretty much any D-man in the league, but he can also defend. I don't know. This is going to become the Kale McCarr uh, love podcast, but how can <laughs> it not okay be? with that. The guy is that, just, that, would, that, would, that would be – they'll make two on the All-City Network. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, 23 <laughs> years old and clearly the best defenseman in the league. It's just 
I cannot wait to watch this guy thrive. And then when the Hawks are good, that he gets traded somewhere else. So we don't have to deal with him as often because <laughs> it's to, to, to the Blackhawks. That would be uh, fun. Preferably. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that would work. No, if there's one player in the league that can go toe to toe with Connor McDavid, it's Kale McCarr. And he's, he's proven it. Uh, he proved it last night. And, and, you know, he's going to shadow 97. And that is a hell of a lot of fun. Because you know McDavid is going to do everything he can to answer in Game Three, and and say, "Hey, all right, remember me? Yeah, I'm still here. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, this Colorado team is the only only team, one of the only teams in the league that can match Edmonton's speed overall team speed. They're I think they're overall a faster team than Edmonton. You know, you take away you know McDavid and then you know that that speed goes down a lot but i mean Colorado this team reminds me a lot of the 2013 Blackhawks where they just skated you out of the building mm-hmm. and then just there was no relief there was no even the fourth line could go out there and hem you in your own zone and get some scoring chances and wear you down there's just never there's never a shift where you can where you can breathe, and this reminds me a lot of that team. And I, I don't know what's going to happen in the East. We can we can talk about that a little bit here now, but I don't see how the Avalanche aren't winning the Stanley Cup this year, which would be nice for me because I picked them up before the season to win it all. So, <laughs> yeah. strange things have happened. I know it's just a two zero lead. We've seen teams blow two zero leads before. You know, going back to Edmonton, this could very easily come back to Colorado, tied two two. Man, but if they get the if Colorado gets the goaltending, I don't see it happening. Yeah, it's it's they're going to be tough to beat. By the way, Shadow ninety seven is my favorite classic rock station. Uh, thanks for mentioning that on the podcast today, Greg. Uh, the other series, right out of Kenosha, Wisconsin, right? <laughs> hey, the Rangers up uh, one nothing over Tampa. In uh, a very impressive win, I I, I came home from uh, softball and like ah oh, time to put the game on. Holy shit! Yeah. What, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Uh, and Greg, you mentioned it in the play of the week last week how great the Lightning are off losses, especially uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, it's really tough to see this headed back to Tampa 2-0 in favor of the Rangers, but. My God, that first game, they were so impressive. And look, Tampa played like ass. They said they played like ass. They acknowledged it. Uh, maybe taking the uh, Rangers not as seriously as they should. Could be the little rust factor because they've been off for so long. Um, but, hey, you got to. I know you hate New York, but you got to give credit to the Rangers for how they've gotten this far with very little expectation. And, I mean, look, they were supposed to get run out of the building by the Penguins, right? And they've they've been impressive. And they do not quit. And the more they play like that, the more I find myself saying, this is a really interesting story. And I'm sort of rooting for them now. I kind of want to see them cause some chaos and then get to the cup final and get smoked by Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. The Rangers have been a really good story. And yeah, they probably should have lost that Penguin series. Um, You know, you could say that they should have lost that Carolina series, but they got it done when the pressure was on. They got it done. You know, they fell down 3-2 to the Hurricanes and won. They were down 3-1 to the Penguins and won. So, uh, you know, they've got the best goalie in the league. They've got some great stars, and when their stars play like stars, you know, Mika Zibanejad has been amazing the last Mm -hmm. six or seven games. He's been great. Um, When those guys perform – they're they're a really good hockey team, and they a hundred percent have earned being up one zero in in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. 
That being said, that team on the in the other locker room, I mean, people were already brushing dirt on their grave when they lost game one to Toronto, five or six nothing, whatever that was. Everybody's like, oh, yeah. this is it. It's over. And they don't – nothing bothers them. You want to talk about teams that remind me of those those Hawks Cup teams, it's this Tampa team. Nothing bothers them. They just do go about their business. They they said, hey, yeah, we, 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 we played bad. We know what we did wrong. We're not going to do it in game two. And I believe them because every time they say that, <laughs> they, they go out and they win the next game. So if the Rangers win tonight – Game two, I would call that a gigantic upset considering they haven't lost back-to-back playoff games since 2019. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's got to come to an end at some point. At some point, right? But I don't think that's tonight. I think we get that rebound game from Tampa. I think their defense shows up again. They've got the best team defense. They showed it in in that Florida series where they just said, you know what, you were the top-scoring team in the league this year. We don't care. You're not scoring on us. And even if you do get behind us, oh, yeah, we got that Andre Vasilevsky guy who's going to say nope. So I think the lightning rebound tonight, get a big win. It's going to be one of those grindy 3-1, to 2-0 type games, yeah. more less wide open than what we saw. I don't think the Rangers are going to have those, those prime scoring chances that we saw. Those are going to get limited. And I think we'll go back to Tampa, tied 1-1, and then the Rangers have got to be like, uh-oh, this isn't good for us. Well, let me ask you this. If somehow the Rangers win tonight and they're up 2 nothing, would you pick them? Like, would you still pick against the Lightning to come back and win the series? No. I don't think I, so either. That wouldn't bother me. I would still <laughs> believe the Lightning could even it up. Because the next two games win. are in Tampa. I don't see the Rangers winning those games in Tampa. And then it's back to a best of three series. You know, and can Tampa win on the road? Absolutely. They've won on the road. You know, they won game seven on the road before. You know, they know how to do it. Yeah. You know, so I know even if the Rangers go win tonight, I still think the Lightning are going to win this series. I'm going to think the Lightning are going to win this series until there's handshakes and, and the Rangers are moving on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think if you know with Colorado being up two zero, it's like oh I don't think I don't think Edmonton can can you know yeah get out of that feeling. hole. But with the Lightning, two time defending champs, like the the roster that they have being down o two, I still would believe I still would trust and believe that they could they could overcome that and and you know either tie it up or or you know get the upper hand again in the series. I I, I would believe that they could do it. But yeah, I think you know the the, the Rangers. Down three one against Pittsburgh, um, you know, going going to Game Seven against the Hurricanes and being the first team to win that, you know, win a game on the road in that series, um, taking the early one zero lead over Tampa, like it's it's a great storyline. Like it's 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 really showing, you know, t- a, a team that is 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 really finding a way to, uh, to 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 get wins, and you can you know you can hold it over their head, like hey. You know they 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 played Pittsburgh's backup goalie. They played uh, the Hurricanes' backup goalie. Sure, but you got to just beat the team that's in front of you. Right. You know th- that's not their fault. Um, now that you know they've got a win uh, over Andre Vasilevsky in an impressive fashion, that's that's a confidence booster. But yeah, tonight you know if 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 they go up 2-0, it's that's a huge confidence booster. Um, but it'll it'll definitely have to uh, have to correlate into winning one of the next two on the road. If, if they go up 2-0, they would have to get one of the next two. They can't come back to New York tied because 
then you give Tampa some momentum, and yeah, in a best of three, are you beating Tampa twice? It's I don't know. It's Probably tough. So it's tough. But yeah, I, I think the, the the Rangers, you know, the 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 knock against them was all oh, they they just rely too much on their on their top heavy uh you know top heavy lineup. Well, it's it's a pretty good top heavy lineup to rely on, and it's been it's been pushing them uh all all, all the way here. Uh, so yeah, game two tonight will be uh will, will be really interesting to uh to see how it pans out. Um, I'm just hoping for you know for for as as few uh pud wax in the stanley cup final as possible uh good you know, luck with that we've got rid of we got rid of uh you know we haven't we don't have to deal with boston and, and marshan we don't have to deal with the blues and bennington uh if colorado could knock out evander kane and the oilers that'd be great and um yeah it'll, i think i think that would be that would be an, e- an easy final to uh to, to to root for either way you could argue that tonight's game is more of a must-win for the Rangers than it is for Tampa. Right. That. Yeah. That's, it's yeah. how funny is that? That's totally true. Because going down one-one, going back, being tied one-one, going back to Tampa, is a win for Tampa, and gives yeah. them all the momentum. Yeah. And but going up 2-0, man, that's huge. So you can huge. argue that this game is more important for the Rangers than Tampa, which is mind-blowing when you think about I know. it. It's but, crazy. You know, had had, the, had Tampa won Game One and the Rangers win Game Two, then you're like, oh, okay, Rangers have. But the other way around, all of a sudden, it's Tampa series mm-hmm. if it's tied after tonight. Well, it's going to be a hell of a weekend of hockey. Cannot wait for tonight. Cannot wait for the rest of the weekend. Okay, we're going to wrap the show up. But reminder: Monday is Mailbag Monday. We need your questions to have a mailbag segment. If our bag is empty, there's no mail. What are we going to do? Blackhawks at allchgo.com is the email address. Again, that's blackhawks at allchgo.com. You can also feel free to hit us up in our Twitters, on our social medias, whatever you want to do. Um, just tag one of the three of us. I'm at Jay Zawaski. Greg's at Greg Boyson. Mario is at Mario underscore Tirabasi. We're always on Twitter because we're losers and we're addicted <laughs> and we like to doom scroll and look at hockey stuff and fight we with just people sit in our mom's basement and <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. all you we can, do you, you can and if you're you're if you're a chgo member you can tag us in the chgo members only discord yes. as well we mm-hmm. can that's mm-hmm. another way to get your questions at us too yeah. so and there's, I, there's literally no excuse to not ask us a question right i did get sent a question unsolicited and unrelated to mailbag monday but i'll bring it to the table on monday lovely yeah let's awesome. if we have those save them um, but I, I'm confident we'll get a lot. I should be able to actually log into the email this week, so that'll be fun. Um, be so if you sent us one last week and did not get it answered, we had some uh, logging in issues, so we'll get to them if they're still uh, pertinent. Hey, you can't say that on the radio. <laughs> you can describe <laughs> the log. You can't say how the log got there. That's the catch. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for a great week. Thanks for your continued support. One final reminder, make sure you are a member at allchgo.com. An easy way to do that is make that $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet using code CHGO. Have a great weekend. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.